0: Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to episode twenty-one of D Godcast. Hey, we can drink now; we're legal. The podcast by Dgens for Dgens. Where absolutely nothing is financial advice, except for putting all your shit that's valuable on a ledger. Uh, today is July twenty-sixth. It's JB, part of your trio of hosts. As always, we appreciate y'all tuning in. If you want to support the pod, please like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. And feel free to chuck any donations over to dgodcast.soul or justjb.soul for this episode. Fuck me. But most importantly, tell your friends to tune in, because they're going to miss out on some serious alpha if they don't. So this week's episode is brought to you by Helio. Helio is the new kick-ass Web3 payment platform in town with a team of insanely fast builders making it easy for any project to accept soul and dust payments for e-commerce, subscriptions, gated discords, tip jars, and more. Hundreds of members of the D-Gods community are already using Helio to sell everything from D-Beans to woven sweaters, d chewy tip jars to BrewGods IPA. Matter of fact, we have started using Helio ourselves as a subscription platform for our YouTube live streams, and we are big fans of the UX. Plus, Helio charges zero fees, and they'll be minting an NFT soon to enable access to Helio X, their premium product. Head over to H E L . I O. Jump in the Discord and verify as an OG to secure your whitelist spot. All right. We have Walker here from Analytics Powerhouse. Hello, Moon with us today. And we're going to dig into what all these terms and, and metrics mean to the lay traders such as myself. But before all that, chapter. Hit him with a decal. <clears throat> all
1: right. Yo. Shout out to everybody who's using a hardware wallet to store their treasure trove and shout out to JB who got hit with the fuck around and find out right before the show. But for the recap, first, you know, we got to talk about it. The motherfucking one-on-one virtuoso, the legendary John Lee entered the God's HQ today for who knows, just some friendly conversation, maybe to share and collaborate on DoorDash combinations. Because that's typically what I imagine artists do when they meet up with other artists in a remote location, literally mid-sprint towards the most hyped NFT mint in everybody's group chats. Makes sense. My man Jean Lee is the latest OG to pull up to the Hidden Sleepover, or should I say the first edition, since our comrade Soul Sorcerer entered the multiverse this week. It's probably nothing. But show. secondly, the return of the duppies as we know it, scholarships shocked timelines back to life this week, with Dr. Frankenstein himself elaborating and aggregating feedback in a standard 4 hour Twitter press conference, that shit's recorded, but what did we learn? Scholarships slash whitelist is not just some spray GM in the discord every 8 hours and pray for whitelist type shit, but typing's important, looking for the realest motherfuckers in the space, and just dope people, kings, queens, pronouns, the review team not just focusing on the bros and the jocks, but really the thoughts. That you're putting in on that application. Stay woke. If you listen to this on YouTube, you see the vibes. That's the game. One dust per scholarship entry with scholarship applications possibly doubling as job applications to employ the talented. So keep it real when you drop dropping the alpha on you. Announcements coming soon. Also, maybe letters of recommendation for dead god holders. Hmm, what could this mean? Hmm. Yo, shout out to Finn. Duppies officially and unofficially was renamed. Or should I say, change to that black line that be on classified documents, redacted. redacted, and to be revealed in the next couple of weeks. As for Degods gods or D gods, depending on how that mouth work, creator royalties have been hinted to change to five percent down from nine point nine nine percent in the near future, which could be interpreted as a buff to the trading expert, but will also be paired with the over the counter nerf. Check the patch notes. To the homies yelling, "Win rugdow The spring slash summer collection merch shipped or is shipping ask your mailman to stay woke and finally killer 3 is running off the strength of three back-to-back dubs looking to pick up the fourth against the aliens this saturday in week 7 playoffs coming duppies in quotation marks dropping the god season on the way otc ngmi fucking rippity doos. mom doing prune juice shoes for the fucking culture let's fucking go (laughs)
0: Sorry. Yes. The, uh, that Duppy's space the other day was bananas. Uh, listen to that shit at work the morning after because I'm not up at 4 a.m. because I'm Word. a normal person. But yeah. All right. So, uh, we'll talk about this real quick. I was walking my dog like I do every Tuesday before we record. Yeah, what
1: the streets want to know. Yeah. Let's
0: know. Yeah. Go ahead. Bro. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my, Phone starts blowing the fuck up, and I get like I get Twitter noties, but not like this. This was non stop. Like, I got excited for a second. Uh, and I look down, and it is my phantom mobile notifications going ape shit. Uh, 13,000 dust swapped on radium, 370 souls sent to so and so, 300 and, and I had like 400 shadows swapped, blah blah blah, just everything. NFTs sent, shit listed, floored, sold on Magic Eden. Um, no clue what happened. I, there was that Dippy's Mint today, which was like a D-Gen Duppy's Mint, um, that, which I didn't even touch f- until they were like 1500 minted out or something. I saw a bunch of people posting on Twitter. I was like, I'll mint one just cause they're fucking cute. I actually minted a Mickey one too, which is hilarious. Um, but literally the only thing I connected to today that was unusual, like I connected to Matrica connected to Magic Eden, you know, the usual shit. Um, but Yeah. So no clue what happened. Uh, Seed phrase is not like anywhere that's not under at least heavy, heavy digital lock and key. Um,
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you this. So is this a wallet that you use to mint like multiple different things? Like do you use this wallet to mint like frequently or is it just? Oh, yeah. Okay. This All is right.
0: this is the main. This is the wallet I've been raw dogging the Solana network with <laughs> since <laughs> uh, since September. <laughs> Good <laughs> so,
1: lord! All right, bro.
2: God.
0: <laughs> yeah, they they did not get anything that was staked. Um, I I did have uh like a a separate wallet that had one D got on it. It was a Mickey, so I could double enter the Mickey's dust giveaways. Even though I never fucking won, anyways. Uh, but I was able to quickly de- unstake that, move that shit to my ledger. Um, I I caught like twenty-two soul. I hit send to my ledger before they could hit send to wherever the fuck they were going to. And then I was able to delist one uh DAA that they had listed for like 10 soul under floor before that shit sold um be, probably because it was a fucking may
2: ooh you're lucky i didn't have my bot on
0: <laughs> yeah so nobody had the zion key hidden but probably cuz it was like a, a made dress daa so no nobody, <laughs> nobody's going to buy it even for 10 soul mm-hmm. underfloor but yeah so it salvaged um like 200 dust out of my 13000 from my one spare wallet that had a d god uh salvaged one daa uh and 24 soul so probably like 700 soul between dust soul and nfts uh into the abyss if i had to guess but it is what it is didn't get any of the D gods i have joked before that all of this shit could go to zero and i would still like be around you know hanging and having a good time and like that's the case because pretty much everything went to fucking zero but I oh, know that's what I was yep. thinking
1: bro like I didn't know like fucking like if they got any of your gods or not bro because that's what I was thinking like damn bro now we're gonna have to put out like now hiring for the god <laughs> <way. laughs> oh,
0: if I if I was d gods cleaned I probably would have said I don't know if I can do the show tonight because then we're talking, yeah, yeah, we're, we're, not talking <laughs> yeah, we're not like talking yeah we're talking 700 level. soul at that point we're talking like 3000 soul gone
3: it's generational so. wealth right <clears throat> Yeah, you know, I, I may have been really. like,
0: well, crypto was fun, because here's the thing: like, D gods could go to zero, but I would still be a D god holder. If all of my shit is gone, then it's like, well, Solana was fun. Like, I'm not starting from fucking scratch, scratch. <laughs> but yeah, neither here nor there. I guess shit happens. Buy Ledger. If the link isn't in the uh, episode description, we'll make sure it is.
1: Bro, uh, bro. Because I think we okay, paid it.
0: like a penny for every ledger you buy. Yeah, and, you, you and use, use your your ledger. it too.
1: Here you go. Use your ledger, bros. Use your fucking <laughs> yeah, ledger. Yeah, right, you my go. shit
0: sat in the wrapper for like three weeks until I think Darth D. finally like told me you got to get that shit set up. But yeah, Shout out to use him. that shit. Yeah. Don't and be then, JB. Uh, use your ledger. Duffy's name. Yeah, fuck. Dup- <laughs> don't be JB. Don't be Function. Thanks. Hey, it'd be like that. Um, Duffy's name change was a wild uh, drip of alpha in that space the other day. Uh, John Lee at D God's HQ. Wild piece of alpha. Although now my John Lee first edition that I got yesterday is gone. That kind of sucks. Uh, but damn. anyways, oh. like I said, um, <laughs> we got Hello Moon in the house. We got that boy Walker. Oh,
1: the, the feds. Let's go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so y'all have really blown up uh, from the first few few times that I personally saw Frank mention your platform and and looked into it uh, and just kind of seen how sick it was. And now I would say that you're kind of a household name on Solana. Uh, But before we we get into all that, that meteoric rise and the current state of Hello Moon, give me a quick breakdown on who you are, who the team is, and how y'all got into this whole crypto NFT thing slash like how you got around to starting Hello Moon.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my name is Walker Guffey. Um, founded Hello Moon in I think October of last year. Um, before founding Hello Moon, I spent eight years doing software private equity, um, two years doing investment banking. And uh, you know, when we started started the company, kind of knew that you know, we were solving a hard problem that was going to require some pretty intense um, software development. And so we were careful to hire basically only the best developers. Um, so today we've got something like twenty five developers on the team. Think like all of them, but one or two joined us from Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, or Google. Most of them were actually pretty senior, um, pretty senior people there, um, and so um, you know that's put us in a position to build, you know, what we set out to build.
2: Damn! So you guys just came in. Did you say twenty-five developers.
3: That's right. Holy shit!
2: So wow. you guys just came
0: in gun blazing. And you deep as fuck. Knew exactly what you were going to do, and you just fucking did it.
3: That's right. Actually, we did more than we thought we'd do, um, but we did what we thought we'd do too. So there you go
0: bullish. All right. There you go. Fuck yeah. Um, okay. So one of my questions was before we get into the platform, like how have you guys made any money doing this? Because you have this fire ass website. And as far as I have found in my tinkering with it, I haven't had to pay a dime for any of it.
3: That's right. Um, website's completely free. So you can, um, you can look at, I think the best analytics on Solana, for free, you can swap any token you want for free. You can look at watch trading, social trading, whatever you know, whatever you want, um, all all for free. Beautiful. So we haven't started monetizing the website yet. Um, we don't plan to do that for a while. Um, I think we will never um, will never kind of put a subscription around it. Um, so you know, we're really not focused on monetizing the website. We want to build something that's awesome for the community. Um, we do have a um, a business to business product line that we actually launched first. Uh, we work very closely with protocols. Um, all kinds of other on-chain businesses, um, you know, that's, um, we make money there. <laughs> um, so. Okay. Snow. Okay.
0: Yeah. That, I guess, always confuses me when there's like behind the scenes stuff that, uh, you know, we don't see as the consumers, but how would you charge another business or another company to use what Hello Moon has
3: built? Um, so we, we actually, we still keep that. We're still keeping that business line actually in um, in, in stealth mode, um, but we're working with a bunch of people um, for all kinds of things. Um, but one thing we do that we're a little more open about is APIs. So you can use us to um, basically any API you could ever imagine. Um, we can vend, okay? We or we already are vending. So damn, we're, we're a little a little buttoned up about about the the B two B side. I will I will say.
0: Damn, I mean, you guys just sound like. You're way above our pay grade even. Like we're used to talking (laughs) to degenerates. This is like an actual business that we have going on here.
3: (laughs) Well, I I you know, I like to think that I'm I'm uh I'm about as degenerate as it gets. So um, you know, they're they're degenerate businesses too, right?
0: You like to think that, huh? Have you ever done a shoey?
3: I've done an ice shoey. Um
0: (laughs) at a boy, there you
3: go. (laughs) Were you at that party? I was, yeah.
2: Did you get COVID? I did not. At a boy. (laughs) <laughs> then you didn't do the ice Shuie, dude. Must have
3: been an early shoey though, right? <laughs> I must.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I think I was the first one, but no, that's hilarious. So I guess it sounds like you're a D God's holder, right? I am. Nice. I always see Hello Moon um, posting some. Uh, you guys are always bullish on D Gods, uh, bullish yeah. stuff about oh, yeah. D-Gods. We're,
3: we're super. We're yeah. We're super. So I mean, a few things. So first of all, we're we're like permabulls on Solana NFTs. We're permabulls on Solana, um, but we're like gigabulls on D Gods gigabulls on dust um i mean you know it's the top market cap project by by you know a huge spread um yeah and i think for for incredibly good reasons. so we're yeah we're super bullish on d gods dust duppies frank finn jb slate chapter you name it um, oh, Yeah. Yo, let's
1: fucking blessed. go bro hey we're both on <laughs> hello moon too bro hey let's go bro that's right that's right that's oh
3: Yeah,
0: there's a few projects that will kind of just rocket out of nowhere. And the catalyst is usually like a Frank endorsement. And that for me was like how I first discovered Hello Moon, how a lot of people did, I'm sure.
2: That was quite a while ago. Oh, yeah, that
0: was
1: a very long time ago. Oh, hell yeah, bro.
0: Now you guys are, everyone knows who Hello Moon is, but. Back in the day, I remember the like... Discord
1: first like opened up, bro, and I'm like in here like, how do I find out more information, bro? Like, cause like there was nothing in the announcements. There was like one channel. Yeah, yeah, our Discord
3: had was terrible for a long time. We've actually we built out I think a pretty amazing team in the last few weeks. Um, so I'll plug our Discord. Check it out. It's it's growing. It's uh it's structured. Um, we still don't have an FAQ, but we will soon. So
0: I'm uh I'm even surprised you guys would have a Discord because I mean I guess everyone does, but in my mind like you're not. Minting anything, you're not announcing stuff, you're just a website, but hey, that's web three for you. There
3: you go. Are
2: you not minting anything or do you have plans?
3: Yeah, we'll do a mint. I think we'll do a mint. Yeah.
2: What's that gonna entail? You want to talk about that at all?
3: Um it's I mean I'm happy to talk about it. It's still high level. You know, if 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 I if I had the details, you know, the mint would be tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> um, so we're still figuring out the details. Um, so we're thinking about art. We're thinking about um, what does it mean to be a holder. You know, one thing that's important to us is we don't want to gate access to the website. Um, so we currently have you know way more than 10,000 users, and we don't want to we don't want right.
1: to you
3: know restrict people who were previously using it. Um, and so, I mean, honestly, like I think you know when we do a Mint, we want it to be about community. We want it to be about brand. We don't want to do a, a utility drop. Um, mm. Uh, I think we'll you know there'll be some utility bundled in inevitably because um, why not? but
0: Conce- conceptually like are, are you just thinking like you know a PFP project that with a community that's a vibe or like I, f- I feel like it it's strange to hear. I mean I, I get it a lot of utility NFTs don't necessarily do well. It, it, I mean y'all's utility is obviously people would pay for that. Yeah, but uh, I feel like that's kind of limiting. Like it's 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 less of a speculative PFP project. You know, where can it go? It's more of a, how much am I willing to pay for this utility? So if utility is not going to yeah, be but- the quote unquote utility of the NFT, what do you guys? What direction do you think you would head?
3: We're we're cooking up some stuff. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm a competitive guy, and uh, and if we to the ex- I think I, I think I'm allowed to say this uh, to the extent that we put out an NFT, um, you know, my ambition would be that it would be a top you know, top 10, top five projects. Um, and that the floor price would go up, you know,
2: infinitely, always
3: monotonically. Uh, and so, we, you know, we're not going to do it until we think we can, we can deliver that. Um, that's not financial advice. Um, and, but I'd say, you know, we're still figuring it out. If we had it figured out, you know, we'd, we'd launch it. Um, but you know, we're thinking like December, January timeframe. So we've got time to figure it out. Okay.
1: Word.
0: Damn tight lipped, bro
3: just
0: the first two just the first two. that's all right that's all right all right well let's talk about some of the uh the perks and and the platform so the question that everyone really has been asking um, is is to get some of the specifics on how the smart money flows work and that's sure. not only the uh you know the four projects that kind of show up uh, on the main dashboard but the the green and red bars on the like the top volume list so, or whatever.
3: yeah it's a great question. So, um, so basically, for smart money, what we do is we look at every wallet that's ever transacted on the Solana blockchain, um, and we then look at, you know, basically wallets that have above a certain amount of capital. Um, so it's one thing to go from, you know, one soul to six soul. You know, it's a lot more interesting to go from five hundred soul to three thousand soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, and within the universe of wallets that have transacted on chain that have more than a minimum capital threshold, we then look at. Basically, who has consistently generated a very high annualized rate of return? So something like 50% plus. Um, And then smart money inflows are looking at what are those wallets buying? Smart money outflows are looking at what are those wallets selling? Mm -hmm. Um, So we do it for both NFTs and DeFi. Um, We posted a study for our NFT smart money flows, um, I think like two, three weeks ago. What we found is that on average, projects floor prices are up, i think 15% um, 24 hours after showing up as having smart money inflow and uh, a week later they're up something like 12% and then are
0: we talking about showing up like on that top 4 in the corner or are we talking about just having a slight green bar
3: yeah we're talking top uh, the top dashboard um, okay. and then for outflows actually um, unfortunately something like i think i think the number was like a week later you know they're on average down like 10 12% um, so pretty predictive on the upside and the downside. Um, I personally suspect that uh, that our DeFi smart money flows are probably even more predictive, but we haven't done the studies yet.
0: How much of that do you think is due to the fact that you guys now have this Indicator and people
2: are like, yeah, it so. could definitely be like a self fulfilling prophecy.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, first of all, you know, I'm all about self fulfilling prophecies. I'll take that. I'll take that every day. Um, we just want to know what's going to happen. Um, I don't, you know, it doesn't matter why. Um, but no, I, I don't think so. So the study that we did for NFTs actually went back farther than we were showing it publicly, um, and the numbers were pretty consistent. So again, we're looking at you know, millions and millions of wallets that have, you know, that have ever transacted. And then thousands of wallets, tens of thousands of wallets that qualify from a size perspective. And then, you know, thousands of wallets that qualify from a, from a returns perspective. Um, And so it's, it's a pretty big universe.
0: How do you get an annualized return when Solana has been around for like eight months?
3: Uh, Well, so that it's annualized, not annual. So annualized, you basically take, you know, if you're up, like uh, if you're up up
0: um, 300% on the day,
3: yeah, like if you're up 6% in one month, right, I think that comes out to an annualized return of about 100%, right? So if you're up 6% month one, up 6% month two, and then you basically, you know, extend that out for a year or pull it in for a year, um, you get your annualized return.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, shout out to math, bro.
2: <laughs> so there's only four on there at any time. So like, what's the cutoff? Why is there only four? How does, yeah. you know, what's the kind of time frame that that's changing as well?
3: Yeah. So we have, um, so there's a few questions in there. So we have, um, so we have dashboards at the top of the page above, above the leaderboard. Um, and for those dashboards, we are showing the four projects that have the most inflows, the most outflows. If you look at the leaderboard directly underneath, there's a, you know, red or green indicator, for every project showing is there smart money inflow is there smart money outflow. Um, but we basically are doing it, you know, the top, top inflow projects are, um, are what goes in the, in the top dashboards.
0: Jiminy crickets. Sorry. <laughs> now I'm, now I'm intrigued in these. So DJ gen sweepers, cause I click on this. So this is yeah. this has this has nothing to do with social aspects. This nothing, smart money. nothing
3: to do with social. You know, okay. it's so funny. People were people were very upset this morning that Dejan sweepers was showing up in smart money. <laughs> but this morning, like Dejan sweepers were at like four five, you know, five ish, and now it's at six five. Yeah. So nobody's yeah. unhappy now. But um, you know, we don't we can't control what smart money buys. Sometimes it buys, you know, shit that looks stupid. Sometimes it doesn't. Um. And uh, that looked dumb this morning, but actually, you know, tonight it turns out um, smart money uh, made like 30, 40%. So I guess they'll take it. I mean, yeah, Gen
2: <laughs> Sweepers is at eight now.
1: It's at eight? Wow. Okay, it's 100%. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm on Hello yeah. Moon right now. Yeah, it's eight.
2: This there is how go. I'm going to make
1: there back
0: all the, uh, the soul I just lost. <laughs> I'm just going to follow these little green bars here and I'm going to be in the green in no time.
3: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's like, it's, it's actually really cool. So we've got, um, multiple PhD data scientists on the team. Like, I mean we've got, we've got a pretty, pretty, pretty crazy team. And we think we put together a pretty crazy, um, like, I mean, it's, it's pretty predictive. You know, we didn't, we weren't looking for which projects are going to go up. We were looking for what smart money buying, what smart money selling, but it turns out that, you know, smart money just generally does pretty well. So yeah.
0: Hey, that's why it's smart money. So you have this massive team and you know, you're going to build this killer ass product. What is the marketing like for that? Like, did you also have a marketing team? Like, how do you come out of the gate uh, and flex on people and be like, look at how badass our shit is immediately? What's right, the strategy yeah. there?
3: <laughs> yeah. So um, we're actually just building out kind of our our marketing presence, our social presence now. Um, and so up until, up until two months ago, I was the only non-developer on the team. Um, and then two months ago, we hired a head of growth. Um, and then in the last you know, two weeks, we've hired like five or six discord mods. Um, so it's otherwise all developers.
0: OK, so for a project who, you know, maybe is not trying to do something that's like tech and utility related and maybe, uh, you know, is all devs because they have this awesome, crazy, smart uh, product that they're pushing out. What type of advice could you give them to try and get that social side, that marketing side going, to get eyes on the product? Because once you have eyes on your product, if your product's fire, it's gonna, it's gonna sell
3: itself. Yeah,
0: but it's that initial. I mean, push. My advice,
3: yeah, yeah. My advice would be stay away from data. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, no, I mean so, uh, you know, our strategy was we wanted to build an awesome product. We figured that um, an awesome, you know, like like a product that that had great distribution would do well initially, um, but that if we just kept building a better and better product at some point kind of, you know, it'd go from a, you know, a voting machine to a weighing machine, you know, and and we'd have the the heaviest, heaviest product. So, you know, I'd say if you're not, you, I mean, if you should try to build something awesome or at least we tried to build something awesome and, uh, and we hope that, you know, people would take, would notice and and run with it. And it feels like that's what's happened. But, um, you know, we're also, you know, we're, we're now building out socials and thinking about marketing, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, so you know, it's just what what foot do you want to put first?
0: So specifically, what advice would you give Famous Fox? I'm just kidding.
3: Famous <laughs> Fox, I, I mean, no, I, no, Famous Fox, like those guys are like fucking killers. Like the advice I, I mean, like the, I, the advice I'd give them would be keep it up. Like those guys are huge. Um, actually, a lot of people don't realize how big Famous Foxes are. Um, so anyway, that's that's what I would say. So.
2: Going back to the kind of the stuff that you've got on your site, um, how do what's the top social buying? Because a lot of times I see that and I have no clue who it is that's buying it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, so so um, so top social buying. So again, completely distinct from smart money. Um, No no overlap for for top social buying. We have something like hundreds of thousands of uh, Twitter addresses that have been mapped to wallet addresses. And basically, top social buying is showing what those wallets are doing, or at least, sorry, what those wallets are buying. And so that's that's what that means.
2: So, how did you map those? Just based on stuff that they posted, somehow you grabbed? Yeah, it. there's a little bit of
3: special sauce, or maybe the yeah, hey wallet. Yeah, a little bit of special sauce in there. Um, but uh, uh, you know, what I'd say is, um, I, we, pro- we probably have all you guys tagged. You can you know buy something, see it, see if it, see if it shows up or not. But we have mo- most people tagged. So. <laughs>
2: Big
0: brother is watching, man.
3: Yeah. Facts.
1: I just, yeah. Holy shit. I was just looking at the new swap. Yeah. I seen like, you know, JB, like, you know, on the new swap feature. That's his secret partnership. It's
2: with the IRS. Yeah, holy <laughs> no, actually, So actually, it's funny you say that. So, you know, like one
3: thing, one thing about us is like, you know, we're not, we have no interest in doing that. You know, I spent eight years working with software companies. You know, it's, it's horrible working with the government. Um and so we're not we're not working with the government we're not working with the IRS you know we're, we'll leave that to to some uh, some asshole who, who wants to do it um <laughs> i was going to say that one of our one of our data scientists put something together showing like insider trading this happened on chain and so for something like that like i don't want to like you know i don't want to blow anybody up so we tweeted like do you guys want to see you know insider trading and uh and the community <laughs> said yes yeah, so i think we'll show it but it's not about we don't want to get like people in trouble for doing it um we want to uh it turns out that like insider traders are actually even more predictive than smart money. So it's like the best buy signal, uh, you can imagine. So anyway,
2: that makes absolute sense. <laughs> so you already have that info. You just haven't, um, that's going to be, uh, it.
0: that's going to be paywalled by the NFT is the insider trading <laughs> <section>. <laughs>
2: word. Hey, yeah, maybe I
3: don't think so. I think, I think we'll keep it free.
1: Damn. yo, Hello moon is like altruistic. Holy shit, bro.
0: I'm like nervous now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know, we try not to be negative. We try not to like, you know, If somebody's, if somebody's, if we catch somebody scamming and actually JB, you should send us the wallet address. We may be able to find out who it is. Uh, If somebody's scamming, you know, we asked the community, the community said, yeah, you should reveal scammers if you can. Uh, But if the community had said no, we wouldn't. So, you know, we want to, we want to. You should have led with that.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh
0: man. Now I'm looking at my soul scan and it is oh dark. How many users do you guys think you have daily?
3: Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't don't track it regularly. I think it's what? like something like two three hundred thousand a month, Damn
2: though. Crickets. Oh, a month. Okay. Okay. Are there any other features that might be dropping soon that you are at liberty to speak about, or any other kind of updates? Let me think.
3: Uh, there are a few. The few a few good ones that I can't speak about. Um, watch list is going to be improving a lot, quite dramatically. Actually, social is going to be improving a lot over the next few days. So you'll be able to see. Um, Actually, interested in your guys' take on this. Um, we're gonna do like top social whale, right? So like, you know, somebody who has their their you know Twitter handle mapped to their wallet, who has you know who's like the biggest whale of the day. We're gonna look at top reformer, right? So like the best trader, you know what they're buying that day. Um, we're gonna look at um, most followers, and I think we're also gonna look at recent social wash trades. So one thing that's really funny is that a lot of people will um will wash trade collections sometimes even their own collections using their um their main wallet. Um, and so <laughs> we don't want to be we don't want to be assholes but like it feels like it's in the public interest and also it's it's pretty funny. Well they're being assholes yeah, you know, right? So Sometimes hey, you got to
0: fight <laughs> asshole with asshole.
3: <laughs> we don't want to be yeah. narcs, though.
0: How does watch list work and what's the improvement going to be on that? Because I tried to look at it today and it wouldn't even like load for me personally.
3: So you have to basically like for projects, you know, um, for for I think actually NFT collections and tokens, you can click add to watch list. And if you do, it'll show a floor price and like uh, volume and and a bunch of other stuff um, in the watch list page. But I think you have to add something first. So we're going to we're going to make it that
2: yeah i just went to it and i did have stuff added it's not working now but probably because you guys are doing updates and stuff but the funny thing is i had it for a couple of weeks and i don't know why but dgen ape academy's price just always showed up as sixty nine, sixty nine 69, 69 sold. <laughs> so <laughs> i have no clue why that that's was funny, read, me, but it was funny. I'll, I'll text i'll text somebody about that right now actually
0: Let's, that's uh, uh that's intentional <laughs> <The> best glitch <laughs> ever what's your favorite feature
3: so, my favorite feature is social. Um, you know when we set out to build Hello Moon, never in the world did it occur to me that we would have hundreds of thousands of Twitter handles mapped to um, mapped to wallet addresses like the idea of, of wallet labeling, et etc was kind of interesting and I thought we'd you know we'd get like a few people manually um, but the idea that we could just get like the whole market was is crazy to me so I, i'd say that's probably my my favorite feature. I think smart money is, is really cool. This is, I think it's super predictive. It um, also kind of like, you know, when, like sometimes smart money is surprising. Like it was surprising to me to see DGN sweepers on smart money today. Um, but it was kind of like the collection of the moment. Right. And so sure. from that perspective, not horribly surprising. And so even if, you know, even if you're not looking to like trade based on smart money, it still kind of shows like, what are the most interesting projects? By the way, I've got a baby crying in the background. I don't know if you guys can hear it. but
1: It's all good. Shout out to kids. Shout out to kids. How old? (laughs) Uh,
3: How old? She is now, what? Uh, She is now two, two, uh, what, six weeks old. Oh. No, (laughs) 10 weeks old. 10 weeks old.
0: I thought you said two years. I was like, that's a little old no, no, no. a baby crying in the background.
1: <laughs> no, I thought you said six weeks, bro. I was about to say, like, bro, like, were we at the same hospital, my dude? My baby's like six <laughs> weeks old. Like, yeah. Oh, shit. yeah,
3: yeah, no, ten weeks. Um, she's amazing. I bullish on babies. Bullish on babies. Facts. Really?
1: Agreed. There, there's all some right. alpha you don't hear every day. Yeah. Shout out to the seedless Like, <laughs> It's all good. Smart money inflows. Smart money,
3: inflow. money inflows on babies. I'm bullish on
1: night nurses, too. Um Ooh, makes
3: it a lot go. easier to have a baby. So, oh okay
0: yeah word word that's that uh hello moon money
1: yo speaking of that bro yeah so now you're talking about like night nurses my girl was telling me about this shit bro you guys ever heard of wet nurses before like yeah. not like like no no fucking like dirty shit right but she was saying like uh yeah that's <laughs> okay you know what it is yeah well, it's
2: like it's like
1: yeah that's like some game of thrones shit yeah, yeah it's they it's like, like fucking... like
2: they breastfeed your baby like right? when uh like like back in yeah, the she's day yeah, like, like fucking breastfeed like breastfeed
1: baby. for like fucking like 10 years and just go around like rotating like pulling up at your house like oh baby needs some milk bro and just like feeding children and shit like you you know what i mean like it's like doordash but for breast milk you know Shit's wild. is that
0: do you have one or was that just a history no
1: no no, no 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 i don't have any it's just he said something about <laughs> no. nurses and i was like oh shit bro my girl was just telling me about this shit That's so do <laughs> What so are your
0: uh Walker, what are your thoughts on the whole recent um, royalties debate in the yaw marketplace and everything as a, as a D Gen?
3: As a D Gen. Um, you know, I'm super bullish on royalties. I'm super bullish on high royalties. You know, as as a holder of D gods, I think one of the best things that the project has going for it, on top of Frank and Fen and everybody else, is Is that the royalties are so high? The reason for that is because um, it gives the team basically fuel to build something awesome, which is which is kind of in turn what drives up floor prices. So if you're looking to like buy a project and sell it in a week or two, you know royalties are going to be you know terrible. All transaction costs will be will be terrible. But if you're looking to buy a project and hold on to it for three or four or five six seven months or longer, um, you know I think you're going to probably net net be better off if you're buying a project that has high royalties where the team is getting those royalties and are using it to make the project better. Hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm really bullish on, um, on projects that have high royalties. And I think it'd be a shame if, um, if that got like arbitraged out of the ecosystem. Um, So
0: you think a higher royalty percent is a decent, can be a decent indicator on like the longevity of a project?
3: So I think that if you have a good team and a high royalty rate, I think, yes. I think if you have a bad team and a high royalty rate, like it's a disaster. Um, but, you know, when those things align, I think it's I think it's like the the bullish, you know, constellation you you could have.
0: OK, yeah, that makes sense. I mean we probably wouldn't have a basketball team if we didn't have 10% royalties there for a while
3: so yeah exactly and you know wouldn't have the, the Olympus party exactly. you wouldn't have dust you wouldn't have the team that shoot that that Degod has in fact have...
1: the expanding team We wouldn't have bro, yeah. so much shit yeah, yeah. And, and,
3: and and that's what makes the that's what makes D-Gods so awesome and that's what makes the floor price so high you know that's what makes it really valuable and you know another way to think about it is that Solana NFT prices are you know floor prices are like really variable you know, so like the floor price will go up or down ten percent on any given day, even like any given hour. And so it's like maybe you get lucky and it's up ten percent, maybe you get unlucky and it's down ten percent. But like it's it's volatile enough that that royalty is is just a rounding error, I think. Um, so anyway, yeah. so I'm I'm super bullish on on royalties, and you know, to me, like royalties are what like animates the JPEG and turns it into like some something that you know that deserves a $300 billion dollar market cap. And without royalties, you just kind of have uh, like. jpeg so anyway i'm I'm bullish
0: bars what uh what bunjil said on the duppy's space the other night was like like just common sense but most people probably don't think of it it's like there's no entertainment industry if it's not for royalties nobody makes a movie if they're not going to make royalties on that movie nobody records an album or does any of that shit so it's like if you're looking at nfts as like the entertainment sector of cryptos if you will uh, I think a lot yeah. of people look at it more like if you look at it as a net gain type thing, like, yeah, I bought a lot of my D gods at four soul. My net yep. gain is disgusting royalties aside, but the D gen in me when I go to sell one on Magic Eda, and it's like, hmm, do I want to lose 30 or 40 soul in this sale or would I like to get as much as I can? I think that's, uh, you know, if you're selling something for a fat bag, like 10% is kind of can be a lot, right? It's like when you go to, when you go out to eat or something and like where I live at least, if you're eating and drinking, there's special tax and it's like 13% when you go out and it's like, fuck. So if you spend a bag yeah, yeah. and then that extra tax, it really hurts. Somebody mentioned once, and I don't know if this is something that would be possible or if it even makes sense to do, but like a scaling royalty where like, yeah. okay, floor price is 10 soul, royalties are 10%, floor price is a thousand sold, they're like 1% or something. That could be interesting, but-
3: yeah. I mean, on one hand, on the other hand, you know, when I met Frank, you know, the D God's floor price was like four sold. Right. And, you know, I would argue that the reason that it's now, you know, 300 or whatever it is, is is because of that royalty. And right. And so it's like, you know, like, would you rather sell it, you know, buy it for four and sell it for 300, but, you know, net out 266? Or would you rather buy it for four and sell it for seven yeah. and you know, keep all three? I'd rather have, you know, the 266, but
0: interesting interesting
3: not not everybody uses royalties the same way Gods do and actually to, to go back to the to the bunjil example you know i don't think of it as oh well you know these projects are only doing this work because they want the royalties i think of it as these royalties enable them to do the work that they're doing you know i think a lot of people are like yeah money's nice but it's there's a lot more to it than that um and it's just money enables you to do more than than you otherwise would be able to so anyway big facts or,
1: uh, yeah i feel that too That's a good point
3: what's your favorite project besides Gods? um it depends on how you measure um inches my biggest bag is, is actually this like like hard rugged project uh, wicked pigeon posse i think it's got like a point zero zero one sole floor but i'm personally am the largest holder of the project Oh God. um i think the art's pretty funny um what else uh i love i really like one of one art so i like sleeper i like wayne newton or, or nick if you know him yeah um what else um i think i'm
0: saddest about losing my john lee that i got yesterday it's it's my phone oh, that's, background too so like every time right. i like every time i i'm yeah or Change i'm watching it. my wallet get drained and it's like oh wait that, that, that's fucking gone now sick i like that one yeah <laughs> uh, um,
3: well, whatever.
2: Whatever.
3: I, I like i like uh i like catalina i like wagmi beach so i like catalina whales i like okay. uh bubblegum wallers i like primate so i'm I literally pulled up hello moon i think fruits are awesome Looks like the full price we're covering a little bit, but fruits fruits are hilarious. I think primates are, are cool. Dijon fat cats are awesome. I love the Dijon coin flip team, um, and I also own one. Um, OK Bears, obviously, um, are, you know, have done well. Um, are, <laughs> i like, I'm a, I'm a D-God's maxi, right? so. Dan, that was
0: actually a shit question because you just listed a bunch of projects that just got swiped out of my wallet and it just was deep <laughs> blows to my gut there that whole go. time.
3: There we go. We Terrible overlap, question right? on
0: my part. Fuck.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get that fuck that. Let's uh too.
0: pivot. What's your what was your uh like what's your biggest L or what's your like for biggest paper hand or something? For example, mine was I minted two uh D coin flip and they, we were already like a little sussed out about it at the time. Cause it was the first, like the very beginning yeah. of gambling meta. And they got listed on exchange art, which was no one had heard of at the time. Insta listed on exchange art. I was like, Oh, this is for sure a rug. I minted them. at I think it was like 0.75. I sold both of them at
3: 0.88. Um, well, actually, so I'm in an interesting position. So I've, um, you know, like I always knew, you know, some asshole was going to like really closely track the blockchain. Um, cause I knew I was going to do it. Um, yeah, and I was you know, going to say <laughs> you
1: bro, like, all right, you're, you're, fucking army of fucking developers, bro. Like, all right.
3: Yeah. So, but so, so as a result, I've actually, I've never sold an NFT. Um, I've listed two and that's because like in like November, December, we were testing to make sure we'd like picked up listings cause we were just, we're just starting out. Um, but I, I was able to delist them before anybody bought them. And so I've never, Whoa. I bought, I, I have hundreds of NFTs, but I've never, never sold one. So
1: Interesting. Walker the Diamond Man, bro. Okay.
3: Yeah, literally.
0: How do you, like, get liquidity for new shit?
3: Uh, bank accounts.
1: Oh, God. Working. Yeah, work. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, like, I, have n- I haven't put Solana in since September. I've been playing with the same fucking bag I have wow. that I started with.
2: Yeah, me neither. <laughs> and it's
0: just, like, I've taken some out here and there. I sold, like, one D-God to pay off a bunch of debt and shit, but I, like, have never added more and yeah that's all that's like because like i love one of one art it's fucking beautiful but i don't have the liquidity yeah. to play with it because it's it's yeah. like you're buying that shit for the long haul so
3: yeah so um
0: Hello moon pays him and solana <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah no um no i guess no no biggest else
2: um wow so- damn
1: bro just dubs, bro.
2: Well, I'm sure you have some that are down ninety nine point nine percent.
0: Yeah, no, no realized L's. That's right. And if if pesky pigeon posse ever moons, you're retired.
1: Yeah, seriously. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, even more bullish on Hello Moon, bro. Like when that happens. Yeah. Yo, you there see that shit
0: on the smart money inflow <laughs> dashboard? <laughs> You better get to run into Magic Eden. That's
3: right. Um, yeah, maybe I'll sell a Wicked Pigeon Posse if it gets to like two, three hundred souls. So we'll see.
0: <laughs> Just one. <laughs> Biggest bag holder. Right. Maybe I'll sell one. Oh, this guy's got get a diamond cock out here. I love it. Yeah, um, so F- Frank posted a, a pretty fat thread. I think it was last night. Um, I read it uh, today about people not looking at like the possibilities and the future of what we can do with nfts and everyone kind of being stuck in this uh you know this is the current meta or this is the best meta and it's and and basically backing ourselves into a corner with okay branding and you know pfps and community are like the best meta and the best way to go what do you see as some future nft projects or utilities that we maybe have not discovered yet with NFTs?
3: You know, I mean, there's a lot of like off the wall shit that, you know, to me is almost like outside of the the current paradigm. I mean, like you could say, um, you know, all ticketing should be done using NFTs. You could say, Mm. um, you know, all all kinds of things like that. Um, I mean, I will say I'm still I'm still bullish on community branding. It's, you know, PFP, etc. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I think I think um, utility is a meta that has with a few exceptions, I think has really not worked out. Um, yeah. I think I think that that it's going to take a new mindset to to do that in a way that excites people and um, where you can actually have a sustainable floor price. Um, but I mean, I, I I missed the thread unfortunately. But I wanted I want to know what Frank thinks. Um, so I know you, I know you guys are cooking up some cool stuff though. So
0: what's the coolest thing you think the D guys are working on?
3: Um, I mean, I love the basketball team. You know, you think about it right now, web three, you know, crypto salon NFTs is you have developer culture on one hand, then you have degen culture on the other hand, and some kind of overlap between the two. And that really kind of, you know, encapsulates a lot of people. Um, I like to think that even though I'm not a developer, I like to think that I, you know, kind of cover both a builder yeah 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 exactly but but the reality is that you know when when you know mass adoption isn't going to be driven by the entire world deciding that they're either developers or they're degens i think that i think mass adoption is going to be driven by um you know like things that normal everyday people can relate to and, and want to associate with you know becoming part of nft projects and so i think doing things like you know, buying a basketball team that's, you know, crushing it, you know, four and two and, you know, and on CBS or whatever, you know, I think that that's, you know, a really important onboarding ramp to the people who aren't already in the ecosystem or people who, you know, don't fall squarely into the, um, into the dev culture or the degen culture. So that's, that's what I like. About it.
0: Yeah. I, and I've tried to think of that too, cause I, I, I have a lot, mostly interaction with people who are not in crypto and NFTs and it's, it's a very hard thing to explain Um, to them but then also at the same time i'm like well what would it be that would make this person who i you know interact with every day be like oh yeah i'll buy that nft and i'm not entirely sure so two questions how do you shop sorry anyway top shot that's actually how i got into nfts so but but even then it was like you know there was a very small window where top shot was profitable and that was to be fair the pitch it's like every pack of these you get, you're going to make money. But then yeah. once it's, you know, just a digital basketball card and you're pretty much losing money on most packs, it's like, eh, this isn't a fun toy anymore for most people. So sure. first question, how do you describe NFTs to a normie? If you even have any of those in your life, because it sounds like you're surrounded by a bunch of smart fuckers. And then second question, uh, like tickets, ticketing is, is a very good one, but even that's like not, the most like normie thing, you know what I mean? Like most people don't interact with like a concert ticket or a sporting event ticket, you know, on a daily basis. What do you you think it might be on a daily basis that will get people to even just interact with like a phantom wallet?
3: Oh yeah, I mean, I describe NFTs as a fundraising mechanism for anything that's much more efficient than any other fundraising mechanism that I know of. um, And that is completely democratized. You know, anybody in the world um, who merits it can do it. Um, And so you can, you can be raising capital around an art community. You can raise capital around a utility, um, you know, that, that you're selling. You can raise capital around um, just a community, like, you know, whatever you want. Um, And so, so the way that I describe it, that's, that's how I describe it to normies. And then after they've launched, it's, you know, it's basically a a community that is tied by, you know, mutual interest in the value of, of an NFT. Um, So anyway, you know, something like that. And then in terms of the most normie sort of on-ramp, I mean, I think Stepan is a great case study. So I think Stepan brought like something to the effect of millions of, of people onto the Solana blockchain. You know, a lot of them, you know, didn't understand exactly what Solana was or their only kind of interaction with the chain was swapping GST or GMT to, um, you know, to USDC on, on Orca or whatever it, may, whatever it may be. But again, you know, a, lo- a lot of people don't realize this, but step in and the step in marketplace was actually like substantially larger than magic Eden for like six or seven months in a row. Um, but it was just completely outside of On their the, app, yeah. the crypto Twitter, you know, magic Eden profile picture kind of meta. Um, and so I think it's, you know, so that in that case, you know, a lot more people walk and exercise than go to concerts. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think, I think things like that, you know, there'll be more and more of that in the future. Like, you know, like why not Airbnb for, you know, to earn. Why not, you know, all these other things, um, you know, Uber to earn, Lyft to earn, you know, whatever whatever it may be, or sleep to earn, you know, people are talking about. Oh, so bring
1: it on. Drink uh, to uh, earn. Yeah, that's Let's what the street I would literally <laughs> sleep just because that was a thing, right? <laughs> That's right, exactly.
2: I think uh it's kind of funny, like Stepan brought on millions of normies, but now they're at like a ninety nine percent loss yeah, on what welcome they uh, to <laughs> welcome to crypto. What they invested. So are they gonna stay? <laughs> yeah, maybe some of them will stay, yeah. but yeah it's hilarious
0: i saw somebody comment on like one of my tweets uh, i think it was today and i forget what the tweet was about but their comment was like yeah i you know i basically lost a shit ton of money on this stepping app and that was my introduction to, to nfts and i was like oh fuck <laughs> sorry to hear yeah. that but
3: across the face. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Jesus. Um. How, does anyone know like how Stepan actually started? Because I feel like I found out about it a too late and b too close to summer where I was like I am not going outside to exercise, so I have zero interest in this.
3: I think Stepan actually won a Solana hackathon, um, and I think yeah. that kind of got it started, and then I think just you know network effects kind of took it from there. So it was like started out small, but like you know if you're growing 100 a day every day, then. It's not—it's not that much to begin with, but then it's like eighty percent of what's happening on Solana. Um, so I, I think—I think it was—I think it was—I think that's what it was. So wild.
0: Were you ever into like ETH or Bitcoin or anything?
3: Not really. Um, my first exposure to Bitcoin was like 2014, 2015. I was living in San Francisco, and my neighbor um, had just founded a Bitcoin exchange called Coinbase. And uh, he it? had like, it was Brian Armstrong. Your neighbor? Yeah. He had like, he had like I don't know, like five or six employees or like 10 employees or something like that. And, you know, I I'd, I'd, I'd talked to him and uh, I remember thinking like, geez, like Brian's such a smart guy. Why does he want to dedicate his life to helping people buy and sell drugs on the Silk Road? <laughs> um, and, uh, and he explained to me like, you know, there's a lot more to it than that. And just like, I was like, you know, like I'm buying, you know, cash flowing software businesses, you know, with, you know, high gross margins and you know, growing 20%, like, you know, it was pretty focused on that. But then what happened is like, maybe, you know, around two years ago, I realized that the reason that crypto was was blowing up in the way that it was, was because crypto, like, you know, represented a new computing paradigm, um, comparable to the internet, you know, definitely a lot larger than the cloud. Um, And so, you know, kind of the way that I approached it was, you know, the future of computing, the future of crypto is high volume, low cost, transactions so that you can do things like trade stocks or, you know, do step in or um, buy NFTs without having to pay, you know, two X the cost and gas fees. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of was looking for Solana, I guess you could say, and then found it. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm bullish on Bitcoin. You know, I guess I guess I'm bullish on it. Well, I guess I'm bullish on Ethereum. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, Solana was kind of what, you know, felt like a new design space and kind of helped me. Get comfortable with scaling, etc. So that's yeah. anyway. That's
0: so when you it put works. it that way, just you know, high, uh, low cost, high speed transactions. Like, what's the difference between crypto and like fiber internet?
3: Well, I think I think one of the important points is that they overlap in a lot of ways. I mean, obviously, you need fiber internet to do crypto, but but in terms of like what it enables in in society. Um, so, I, I think I think uh, you know a core difference is that you can own things that you participate in. You can have you know you know, vastly decentralized networks, um, as opposed to, you know, just like, you know, three, four or five companies running everything, which again, like, the, you know, there's nothing wrong with consolidation, there's nothing wrong with centralization, but, you know, having something that is where you have massive network effects built in, and it's decentralized, you know, I think unlocks like a new type of human behavior on, on one hand. And on the other hand, makes, you know, already existing types of human behavior more efficient or more lucrative or, you know. All, all kinds of different things.
2: Yeah. My thought, my thought on that is that it's just a lot more frictionless than the, um, you know, uh, methods, payment methods that existed before. Um, Cause you know, it's like all visa and yeah. MasterCard. So there's, they have their fees obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like, you can't like take your bank account and connect it to any yeah. website and do an instant payment but you can do that with your wallet. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's also for people that don't have bank accounts. Facts.
3: Yeah. And, and, you know, to that point, I think, you know, Visa and MasterCard have like 98% gross margins and like 60% EBITDA margins. Like, you know, they have, they literally have a royalty on human spending money, um, which is, it's a great business if you can get it, but um, it's hard to escape, you know, if you don't own that business. So.
0: That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Plus the uh, like um, ownership aspect or like the, you know, I can connect my wallet and buy this thing and then anyone that ever wants to you know send benefits or whatever to this thing that i own it's gonna go straight to me whereas like if you're doing a web to checkout you're talking email address you're talking you know shipping address all that stuff every single time
3: for the most part
0: crazy world we live in was uh silk road still like the main use for bitcoin in like 2014 and 2015
3: i think so uh shut down. I think it was, it had done like almost $2 billion in volume. Um, yeah, it was shut down November, 2014. Okay. And so I think it was at its biggest when it was shut down.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, that makes but, sense.
3: You know, I, I recently read this book about Ross Ulbricht, the founder of Silk Road. Like a lot of people are like free Ross Ulbricht. Like, you know, he didn't do anything wrong. Like, you know, drugs should be legal. Um, but like, it turns out that he thought that he like murdered six, like he thought that he committed six murder for hires. It was like, it was like, it seemed like a Wait, pretty bad guy. What? Like, tangent.
0: <laughs> well, that was also a service on the Silk Road.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he was using that service to like, oh Jesus. like if he didn't like, if he didn't like an employee, he was like, um, it was like, it was actually, so the FBI was like, Hold on,
1: Walker. <laughs> so you're saying that this guy, you know, for employees that he didn't like, he would like dox them and like, you know, put like hits out on them. Is that what you're saying?
3: Yeah holy shit. I know. It's like, it's like, wow. Like, Man, like, and like, like, no like HR, bro. Se- several of them were like, oh, this person's disrespected me. Like that can't stand. Like they've got to be, they've got to be killed. Uh, but luckily it was the <laughs> FBI. Yeah. But it was the FBI, like the whole, who was doing this the whole time. So what they would do is they would just go and like, basically kidnap the people and like, make them take photos. The witness protection. Like
2: or- yeah. Oh and God. then
3: they they'd take photos that like, look like they've been murdered. They'd send them to, to Ross and then, you'd pay them for it and then they'd like turn them into informants but anyway it's like it's like a really oh. fucked up guy like that's like
2: you know i used to be squarely in the free yeah. ross
1: camp but <clears throat> i might need to uh check yeah, that like, book I, out i mean i was too i was like yeah i was gonna say what's, what's the title of the book bro
3: yeah i was like i think it's called american kingpin but i was like yeah like you know he wanted to like he thought drugs should be illegal like you know what's wrong with that but it was like no he was straight up like like uh doing some
0: yeah i like i yeah, i never bro. once looked at the silk road and was like oh this is an innocent website <laughs> no fucking yeah. anyway. chance
3: soon.
2: yeah i had heard about the murder for hire stuff but i didn't know it was actually yeah him oh and it was bro. for
0: like
1: petty shit was, i think too. it was just using the service
0: yo there's a movie wild, it came bro. out last year have you seen that I haven't. oh it yeah
1: there's like a 2021 like it's a... called
0: silk road it's got uh nobody that i recognize in it <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the movie, but then there's also uh there's also like that I think there's like a doc too. It's like, like one of the, like those mini series, I guess. Wow. Yeah. There's like a there's a bunch of things that's been dropped, like for The Silk Road. Jesus. And hey, shout out to Patty, because that was Patty's neighbor. That's crazy. Yeah.
3: Oh, you know what the crazy thing was also? So so there was like a like a corrupt FBI agent that was like stealing Bitcoin from Ross Ulbricht because like it's stealing it just for himself and framing employees for it. And then Ross would kill the employees or think that would thought that he was killing the employees who he thought was stealing from him, but it actually was just a corrupt FBI agent. Anyway,
1: whole, yo, yo, holy plot thickening. Out.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Wait, what do you have question wise? Like, I'm sure you guys probably need to like source or do like focus groups for, for shit that you're looking for. Do you have any, anything that's like on the pressing on the hello moon schedule?
3: I mean, we're, all, we're always looking for user feedback. Um,
1: I, I, I got you, bro. So for, like for on the mobile side and i don't know if it's just because you know i have like the master race phone being an android um but whenever i try to do like this like or look at like this like token swap feature um it doesn't seem like it's like optimized for mobile but everything else is
3: yeah we we just we just we actually i don't know why we got like 10 people saying that to us today um i assume you're looking at this on phantom
1: Yes, that's correct.
3: Yeah, I don't know what happened. We'll get it fixed, though. Um,
1: okay, yeah, because no. that's what I was wondering, like, what's the... Why would I do this instead of just jumping straight on fucking Jupiter? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. which is... So.
2: One suggestion I would have is basically just to put some of the answers to some of the questions that we asked on the show on the website. So, like, you know, a little... Question mark next to Smart Money that when you hover over it, it says. Watch Trading Index
0: has that, and that's the only one. I was going to say that on Smart Money Flows, but like it sounds like there's so much witchcraft going on in the background that like I don't know if y'all could even put a description under that.
3: Yeah, no, we could. Yeah, but like yeah, a basic. Summary, I mean, honestly, you know? like you know, we we don't want to make it. We want to make it easy for users, but we don't want to make it easy for competitors, basically. And so we kind of it's kind Word. of always like always like a like a compromise. You know, what do we want to? um you know how open do we want to be about it? So like anytime we're anytime we're on like a Twitter Spaces, anytime we're doing something like this, you know we're always like effectively you know very open about it. But I we just need to get over it, just put it up there. But whatever. So
2: no need to name them. But are there any um, competitors that you are worried about at all, or is it kind of you guys are leagues ahead? You know, right now?
3: like there are people who are doing different things. Um, I think I think we're kind of unique in in terms of the team that we have and, and in terms of what we can um what we can put out as a result um and so you know there definitely are people who are you know who can tell you things that are going on with nfts um but in terms of like the things that we care most about in terms of the things that i think our user base cares most about i think i think we're um you know there's not i'm not losing sleep over anybody but you can never be too too careful so
1: shout out to silk road i agree
3: <laughs> shout out to silk road that's right <laughs>
0: Oh my God. Yeah. That, that was my only one. I mean, I'm, there's just, there's so much like witchcraft is the only word that I have that goes into what y'all are doing yeah. that. like, well, said,
3: yeah. So, so you, I, I'd, I'd highly recommend that we don't ever publicize this on Twitter or anything like that publicly, but you can look at like projects, like almost every project and you can scroll down to the bottom of the trade and look at watch trading examples. And, and you frequently can see people whose wallets are tagged doing wash trading and it's fucking hilarious like it's like it'll be the project founder it'll be like the biggest <laughs> whale who owns the project it'll be like some influencer um and so anyway i'd highly recommend just like scrolling through the collections randomly because like you know if you know the people it's it's honestly it's hilarious fun so. stuff
0: those are the people that actually pay taxes though so i probably don't know any of them right that's what wash trading is right it's just to
2: pump your volume well,
3: no so wa- wa- oh so wash trading is basically when you. Yeah, it's oh. when you it's when you spoof a transaction to, to to fake volume and to fake price, right? So it's like, you know, like you see like, oh, this NFT sold for ten times the floor price, but like, you know, that was somebody buying it from themselves, right? Where <laughs> you see like, oh, volume spiking today, but it's somebody it's somebody buying from themselves. Um, All right. Yeah. So, okay.
1: So then this is a question that kind of like relates to, you know, the situation that happened today. So, uh, so Walker, um, you said that you've never sold, you know, really like any NFTs, right? So do you keep your NFTs on, I don't know, like just a, a, just a phantom wallet, like a hot wallet, or do you use cold storage or some other type of thing?
3: It's a hot phantom wallet.
2: I Don't thought, say that out loud. It's a ledger. It's not a ledger. <laughs> he's telling the ops where he's at, man. He's <laughs> yeah.
3: spin the uh, uh, no, but, but actually, in all seriousness, um, I'm I'm tagged on on Hello Moon as my personal Twitter handle, which is at Walker Guffey um, and so I try to keep it all centralized so everybody, you know, you can you can see what I'm doing if you want.
1: Sure, but you know, well, I'm I'm sorry. I guess I, let me rephrase this question. So, do you uh, do you mint things like you know with like a wallet that's you know, uh, connected to like your computer or do you use, do you have like a ledger or anything like that or no?
3: I have, um, I guess you'd call it a burner wallet that I used to mint. And then I just send it to my,
1: but I, I only, I only
3: mint. I, I only, so I only buy I NFTs. Rocks. Yeah. I only, meant rocks. No, I, <laughs> I only, I only buy NFTs if somebody on our team wants to use it as a profile picture or if it's from a friend. Um, I'm friends with a lot of people in the space though. So it's, that's why I've got hundreds of NFTs, but, uh, so, um, humble brag. I'm just kidding. I guess, I guess that in Wicked Pigeon Posse is, but actually another thing that we do that's cool is we value all one of one art. Oh. Um, and it's actually pretty high, high confidence valuations. Um, and so if you've, if you, you know, it might seem illiquid, but actually if you list it, you'll probably get pretty close to what we evaluated at. So
0: damn i like that that's one of the one things i saved is my nippy because i had it listed for i think like 69.420 soul and they didn't clear out everything i had listed <laughs>
2: well in that case go. let me uh so i'm guessing you'll have a uh a one-of-one one tab soon or is that just gonna still is that still Ooh. just in the nft spot I think we'll do it um
3: Right now, we actually we try to like not show one of ones because we're gonna do it in a big way. Um, but if you look hard enough, you can find some one of ones. But they all show up weird.
0: That's fair. So, although after that, the John Lee drop yesterday and Frank tweeting about getting a John Lee, and then Nippy's yeah. blowing up and D Gen Poet blowing up, I do feel like I feel like it. Uh, it might be one of one meta here soon.
3: That'd be great. I love one one. I fucking love it.
0: Do You have any questions uh, for us, Walker? Could be doesn't even have to be, you know, Hello Moon related. Could be anything. No shoeies. You gonna do one?
3: I'll I'll do a shoeie. Yeah, it's fucking. Good. I don't have. I actually, I don't have any. I don't have any beer on me. But,
0: uh, but you don't have to do it uh, like right now. You can do it. Yeah, and I'll you do can I'll tag me on Twitter and uh, yeah, do that shit for the culture. I would send you a shoey NFT uh, that you could stake for dust starting tomorrow. But um. Those all got drained out of my wallet
1: too. So, <laughs> I was gonna say, gonna have to hit up Magic Eden. <laughs> yeah, I gotta. I'm gonna have to check <laughs> have to the uh,
0: check the hash list there and swap some out. I'll get some new shoeys going for sure. Because now that's pretty much uh, the only thing I have left. is shoey summer. How we doing?
3: Well, no, I don't have any questions for you other than JB. Text me the uh, the wallet address of the person that scammed you. I'll see if we can find it.
0: For sure, I sent it in the uh, group chat that we all had going. Okay. Um, That's where like pretty much everything went. And somebody apparently said that that same wallet has like drained other people today. I'm sure bro. All right. So I had no idea that this was happening, but um, Mr. Cuddles just tweeted in the, uh, the YouTube live stream here. Apparently there is a, a Nippy's auction happening right now. Um, The, the Nippy's name is elf, which was the first three letters of my wallet that got drained. E (laughs) L F um and apparently uh scuba
2: steve everything reminds everything me of reminds her were,
0: uh apparently scuba steve created this to like help me get some funds back so shout out to scuba steve shout out to the nippies fam he's got hey, a fucking, yo, yo,
1: shout out to hasselhoff for the gofundme that he started yeah
0: i appreciate all you guys like i obviously i'm not trying to like drag personal shit into this obviously but like fuck uh tough tough to record a podcast when that happened like 12 20 minutes before but um, bro, he's got a beer hat on. He's screaming "fuck him" like this nippy uh-huh. fire. If I had any Solana left, I would bid on it. <laughs> um, fuck. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, Walker, we appreciate you, man, and we most certainly appreciate everything that Hello Moon has done for the space, for the dgens that are learning how to read numbers and shit. Thanks. Um, I. Like, love your guys' platform. And Agreed. maybe maybe next time we have you on, it'll be following uh, some kind of big announcement that you neglected. Yeah, we'll do we'll a few
3: shoes first.
0: There we go.
1: Yeah, sh- shout out to Books, too, bro. I'm about to check out, uh, what is it, the American Kingpin, you said?
3: That's
0: right. Check Hell it out. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Books. <laughs> All right, brother. All right. Appreciate thanks. you. Slate <laughs> uh, chapter. We out.